Welcome to the Lindsay and Tony podcast, where we talk about spirituality, business, and life experiences. In this podcast, we're bringing our private conversations to you. We believe that it's through discussion, action, and reflection that true change occurs. Hi guys, welcome to episode 150, The Common Pains of Expert Mediums. I just want to let you know before I tell you about this episode, if you are watching the video on YouTube, you'll notice that the video cut out after a few minutes. So audio is still there, but video went out. Um, So that wasn't meant to happen, but it did happen. This is a really good episode. This is really some personal stories that have come up for me, internal and external information, um, struggles and pains in my mediumship. And Tony's interviewing me in this episode. So I hope you enjoy the show. Hi guys, welcome back. We're so excited that you're here. Today's episode is all about the common pains of expert mediums. And in this episode, Tony and I are going to talk and he's going to interview me. Um, So I'm ready. Here we go. I don't know what questions he's asking. so. So we have our expert medium. Let's go. All right. So there are so many common pains of expert mediums, right? I feel like I've heard about them. I've worked with a lot of mediums myself and I hear the same patterns over and over and over again. I've witnessed them in your life too Mm -hmm. and in my life. And it's it's just interesting how they play over and over again. So let's dive into them. So, so what is, what, what is your biggest pain that you've dealt with or one of your top biggest pains you've dealt with as once you hit that expert level and became a professional medium? Okay, so there's always that thing in the back of your mind where you think, I could do better. Am I good enough? So I think that's something that kind of can nag at you. Um, It could really take over in your mediumship and really stifle growth because that happened to me. I had some situations where it came up. I remember in private readings and group events and I got to the point where I was so sick of my negative self-talk that I was thinking, I can't do this anymore. This is too draining for me to, and when I say not do it anymore, I don't mean mediumship. I meant I can't do this to myself because I kept on talking about it and repeating the negative thoughts and thinking, oh, I should have done the reading differently that way. And I can't believe I said it like this. And why didn't I say that? And why did I hold back? And it was just it was so repetitive and so draining that it didn't make it enjoyable. And I'm like, I'm sick of myself. That's when I had to change was when I realized how sick of myself I was by keep on repeating that. So that's what happened. You kept doing it so many times yeah. that eventually you hit a point to where you're drained. like, this isn't working for me. Yeah. There must be a different way. Yeah. Cause I was where did you discover that different weekend. way? Did someone inspire you or did you see like a, did well, you have like a moment? I did have a moment. There were two moments that are pivotal to me, epiphany moments. One was I was driving back from a private reading that I had done, like a couple's reading, and I called a friend and he's like, this, you know, this can happen. I don't even know what he said. It was just the feeling of what he said. He was another medium friend. And um, whatever... I think it was actually the the masterminding of the conversation where I felt heard and mm-hmm. it was experienced before by other people, mm-hmm. by him, that made me feel like, okay, I'm not alone in this feeling, 
but I can't let it take over my weekend. And I think it was in that moment, that feeling of being understood and knowing that that was something that could come up for anyone. And I realized, okay, I can't, I can't let this take over. Like this can't go into my weekend any longer. That was one situation. The other situation was I was doing these group events um, with medium friends and I found myself complaining about how I did the readings. And I got into the habit of conversating about how, oh, I could have done better or I should have done it differently and I was so disappointed that I made a pact with myself after hearing myself talk horribly to other people about um, different things and how I could do it differently, that I wasn't going to do that anymore. And once I stopped having those conversations about myself, like, oh, I could have done it this way, um, in an unhealthy way, there's always reflection, but when I was stopping myself from that unhealthy conversation, that's when everything started to change for my mediumship. So that's interesting. So once you started to change what you were talking about, when it came to your mediumship because yeah. you filled the space with something else, obviously, yeah. rather than complaining, maybe you start to talk about something else. You well, started to, start to keep the focus there. And I start to reflect in a there. healthy way. Okay, so that's what it is. Because that's what we learn as teachers too, is like yeah. to do deep reflection after each lesson and that way you can continue to get better. And it's right. like reflecting from a space of how do I get better rather than how shitty do I look or how bad did I do? And it's like, you're in, you're in your place of power now. And I had you at my events, coming to my events and saying, Lindsay, you're saying that you didn't do as well, <clears throat> um, but I actually watched people come up after it and tell me or talk to you, or I mm. saw the readings and you know they were great and they were healing and, and I was seeing it through a different light. Yeah, exactly. Like it's, with mediumship, I feel like no matter how many years of mediumship you've done, I've done thousands of readings, tons of events, um, worked with tons of mentorship students but there's a point where sometimes you can always feel like it can always be better like that's just going to happen it's always going to be like that but right? it's never going to be perfect mm -hmm. and i talked about this in my mediumship membership mediumship mastery circle and i talked about perfectionism in mediumship and i said tony robbins is one of my online mentors both of ours and one of the things he says is if you have this idea of perfection that it's going to happen, you're going to always let yourself down because it could never be perfect. There's moments that you're gonna have where you're gonna always be progressing, but it's never gonna be perfect. And it just started, that awareness for me, like really was really powerful. So I share that with my mediumship members and it really has helped them a lot. So. You know, it's a good thing to take lessons from readings. Like, I still talk about certain events like, oh, I could do better here. Like, oh, I didn't like that. That was my worst event in my mind. And this is what I noticed. You know, yeah. this is what I could tweak. But it's a healthy way of reflecting that has changed things. But really, it's an internal dialogue. I feel like that's the biggest thing when you just ask that question. Right, because it's interesting. You said that you had me there at the events telling you, no, Lindsay, you did really well. And you had all these outside people say no yeah. you're, you're awesome you're a good medium yeah. but then what you realize was it's not really what the people around you are saying whether no. it's good or not you had to come to that clarity inside of your own self and for you to do that you had to go through all of these things and I yeah. think that's a big point to put out here too is like you have to go through tough times with yeah. whatever you're trying to be become great at right? right develop a skill in and be willing to go through those tough times too but then also hit to that space of deep reflection and that's how you yeah. get there and it's not like 
it's not perfect, like we just talked about perfection. Right. Like obviously there's gonna still be moments like that, but I'm aware of them. Right. And I think that's the difference is like the awareness level of, okay, I'm aware of this moment of going down that road of negative self-talk. So let me just be aware of it, know that it's coming up. What haven't I done before this took place? Because if I'm not taking walks and being alone and taking time to like really like be in my power when it comes to like my physical body where I feel like that energy is being used in different ways or, you know, maybe I'm not um, developing my mediumship as much. Like I can be aware of that and say like, oh, what haven't I done this month that's caused this mm -hmm. negative self-talk? Right. So you're, you're reflecting, because it is cause and effect, right? So it's yeah. like if you eat like crap every day for two weeks, you're gonna feel like crap. So if right. you think, oh, it's because of what I've been eating. So it's like what you've been putting in your mind, what you've been doing yeah. as your habits and all that, that all matters. Like we talked about on our last podcast episode, yeah, when you go and have fun and take time to do hobbies that you love, that mm -hmm. actually helps your mediumship skills. It actually it's helps true. you increase your skill level. And so. you know what it reminds me of Les Brown? I'm almost positive it was Les Brown and I don't want to ruin what he said, but I was I love listening to him, we both do. And one of the things he said is, if someone tells you something about yourself just say they for example if anyone said to you oh you're not in shape which you're in really good shape you would never believe it because you've already taken action every day mm -hmm. like nobody could waver that in you to think that you're not in shape because you're taking action right when it comes to mediumship if you're not practicing you're not given readings you're not you know investing in yourself you probably will feel you won't feel confident Right. So if you're not doing all of those things, go it's, back and do all those things. Yeah, but even it. when you do all those things, you'll it still have still moments. Up. So then when you when you have that, that's when you know, okay, let me just do a little bit more deep reflection to figure yeah. out like where's this coming from? Because a lot of times too what I find is is like it's coming from something else from their past. It's true. It's not even necessarily about the reading. It's maybe their teacher said, "Hey, Hey, doofus, that was the wrong answer or whatever in front of the whole class. And yeah. it stuck with them. Like, there's oh, yeah. different things that we're all dealing with that from our personal life that shows up in our mediumship. Exactly. And that's actually one of the examples that I gave was a teacher that I had in fifth grade. And <laughs> hey, doofus, that's the wrong answer. <laughs> like, that's it's horrible. happened before. No, he said something to me that felt like that. So, I told you the story. I think I've told my students. Um, my members and my mediumship but no one thing that really stuck with me was i was working on this stuff called sets in fifth grade and i loved math up until fifth grade um and it was like algebra it was like the example of algebra and i couldn't figure out the problem so i had to go up to his desk and i said you know like i'm stuck on this problem or whatever he's like okay go back and do it this way so i went back <laughs> to my seat Maybe it's just I, not making sense to me. No, I'm, no, I'm just saying you're oh, thinking yeah. this just no, not making sense to me. Oh, yeah. No, I know. It didn't make sense. It was like a foreign language. So then I, I went back to my desk and did the problem. And then I went back up to his desk and showed him. And I got it right. But how he responded really made me feel like What crap. did he say? He said, finally, a little light shined on that <laughs> little marble head of yours. That's what he said. Oh, my God. And he was loud. He was loud. Everything that he did was very loud. And I was really shy and quiet. And I could feel my face getting red. And I was like, okay, I should be proud of myself because I got this right. 
but I feel like crap because now the attention's on me and I'm embarrassed. So that's another point is there's a lot of adult kids walking around this planet that are traumatized and they're, tr they're, they're hurting right. other people. And that could be a big cause of what's holding you back in your mediumship if you're not confident, yeah. if you're not take, doing the work and developing and your course, skills and surrounding yourself with people. Because when you're doing all of that, someone could say whatever they want to you. It's not going to hit the same. Exactly. Right? And I, you know... Or, the, or you could have any experience. It's the not going to be the phrase that, that that situation, like it obviously stuck with me from fifth You're grade. You just said it exactly how he said I it. I remember it. Like that's not a phrase that I would use, you right. know. Um, but I can't blame him if I have a crappy mediumship reading. Or yeah. I feel like it's... It goes like from I, that place it's of... It's good and I feel like it's not good enough. But like there's moments of going back to your childhood and how you handled it. Mm -hmm. Because in that situation, and this is what I was talking about with my members and my group, how I handled it was like, I closed off. Like yeah. I totally shut down, I put my head down. So when I think of mediumship, at the very beginning stages, I probably did act like that. Like I would shut down, like oh shoot, mm -hmm. like I didn't feel good with that. And I'd close down and be very internal and repeat those negative self-talks. Um, so now there's other ways that you can handle it. Like you could write down the experience that you've had with mm -hmm. mediumship. Right, to process it in a different yeah. way. Because it's all about how we're processing all this information and our past. And it's yeah. not about blaming, you know, oh, it's their fault, but it's recognizing, wait, this is real inside of me. Exactly. And this is causing me to react in different ways. So that awareness alone will help you start to unravel that yeah. to where it could go away and that so it's like personal development increases your mediumship skills too so it does and now i have a thing where i have to talk about something like sometimes if if me and you are having a disagreement I'm like give me 10 minutes and you want to talk about it at that moment but like when it comes to when i'm ready i want to talk like so if i feel like I someone's notice. not <laughs> so if i feel like <laughs> someone's not communicating back it really kills me so it's almost like having that balance of being able to talk about it whatever it is in your personal life mm -hmm. or your mediumship and maybe that's through writing maybe it's through journaling but having some sort of outlet or having a group that you can talk about like listen i felt like my reading wasn't as great as i wanted it to be there was a piece that i left out that you know that's what used to happen to me at the beginning mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I'm afraid to say that because it's so random. And then they're like, yeah, her name was this. And I'm like, that's what I got in my head. But I didn't say it at the time. Mm -hmm. You know, now that doesn't happen. I just say everything that I get. Mm -hmm. um, but I do self-development every day. But I also, the one thing I will say is the pain for mediumship is it's very easy to get wrapped up in doing mediumship all day, every day, and not have a human life and have balance. And you need that to You're be like good hustle for your mode, clients. right? Like 24 yeah, 7. Yeah, that's like the, for me and in my mind and the way that I teach is, that's not the way you want to do it. It doesn't work in this kind of industry because you're right. doing a service industry, you're doing a lot of healing work. People study Gary Vanderchuk. Well, I mean, it and could. I love Gary V. I don't but. think it works in any industry myself, but I'm just saying, especially like therapy work, psychic mediums, yeah. coaches. That mentality does not, to me, it doesn't seem like it fits there because you're doing such deep work and dealing with energy yeah. that you literally, you have to take care of your energy. So, or else, yeah, or else believe, you won't be able to do the work effectively. I don't believe like hustle all day and work and all that. But like, this so, is the thing. So Gary V, mm -hmm. side note, he always says like, this isn't going to be for everyone. Right. You know, which I love. I, I love, love him Gary too because v, he's himself. But yeah. I don't work like him. Yeah. That's works for him. That, and it's genuine. Yeah. 
to him. So another thing, um, what's an external? So that was like more of an internal struggle yeah. you talked about dealing with yourself, self-doubt and all that. What's one of the biggest external okay. struggles that you've had so as an expert medium? First, let me say before I share that, I believe everything comes back to internal. Like I feel like yeah. every, so that's like a given, like everything that we have going on in our head and our heart and mind is going to show up externally. So for me, my big thing was I really let the outside world of what people thought about me, like people that I know, that stopped me from mediumship. Like it stopped me from promoting myself because I, I would be afraid to put out a story, like vulnerability, like sharing vulnerable moments in mediumship or sharing my mediumship story and how this all happened to me because I felt like People were going to think, oh, she thinks it's all about her. But mm -hmm. really, I'm like, no, I just want to help people. And and I'm putting in quotes, promoting myself, because that was the thing that I was thinking. Like, oh, it feels, of course, you're promoting your business at different times through it. But it wasn't about that. Like, if I wanted to do a business where I was going to make a lot of money and feel like I wanted to promote something, it'd be easier to go and sell stuff online that had nothing to do with me. Do you know what I mean? Easier, yeah, mentally. Like I could, yeah. I could just go sell like Yeah, why would I go? Because when you're selling yourself, my service, it's like you, no, it's really like easy to get in your way. Yeah, it's to get in your way because it's like, who am I to do this? I would choose to sell cameras. And you brought up another <laughs> good point too, how you said like it's the people closest to you. They yeah. had the toughest time with you transforming. It's the people you've known for a long time because they still have this snapshot image of who they see you as yeah and you could feel it when you're around people like that oh, right yeah, because know. it's like you don't feel like you have this space to keep growing it's like you almost start to conform back to the old person you are and it's like wait i'm not even that person anymore right and it so it's like you got to fight through those barriers break through those barriers that's exactly what happened to me and it really stopped me you were the one that helped me through those like they love you but you got to keep on moving you know mm -hmm. like that kind of thing but like that really stopped me from a lot of things. Like I wanted to go back in my shell and not put myself out there. And even the other thing that's really hard too is mediums in the industry. You know, there's a lot of pressure you can put on yourself thinking like, well, this medium does it that way or this is how it's supposed oh, yeah. to look. And that's one thing that I'm really big on when it comes to my community, that we are there together. We are there connected with like compassion and love mm -hmm. and understanding. Um, because it's very easy to get locked into what looks good. And I was or afraid. Or what's right. Yeah. Like, I was afraid to do podcast episodes, too. Like, when we started our podcasts, you've seen me. Like, oh, should we say it like that? Because people that, you yeah. know, think. Like, I was even afraid to say that anyone could be a medium. I remember thinking, oh, I'm afraid to say that. Because the, a lot of mediums, the, the believe, mediums think that. They want to believe that it's not. And I, I get the sense that a lot of them, it's because it's like, everybody's looking for something to be special in and it's yeah. like they're trying to like oh i'm special it's like yeah so i don't know i see yeah. that too i've seen that too a lot in the mediumship industry is like yeah and it's not everyone but there's just no it's not everyone they're small in like any industry yeah exactly it's like, not everyone it's like it's, sitting in the teacher's lounge you know when i was teaching it's like okay what are we going to talk about today you know you never know what's going to come up with right. conversations around 
you know, putting people down or criticizing All how they're that, doing things, yeah. what their prices are. I'm like, it doesn't matter. Like, who gives like, a sh- It's like whatever anyone wants to do. But that's the that's the struggle when you said it external. It is. That's a big I'm struggle. That's, that's a big, like right a big there. Thing. I see the whole vortex of that. And it's like, it's, especially as mediums, like you're intuitive, you're psychic. So you know what people are sending yeah. at you too, which makes it even more of it's a challenge hard. compared to like somebody, it's, like say you're shut off from all that. You still have the resistance, but you're not aware of 90% of it. I've been kind of moving. You've probably noticed because you're around me all the time, but I've haven't you noticed I've moved through that more so than like if you asked me five years ago. Oh, you just... you. So I'm yeah. just doing my thing and focusing on serving my you're students really good at and that. my clients, yeah. and that's like my big focus. Yeah, you're very focused on that. And, but... Which is, oh my God, thank God for me. This makes I it way easier on my part. I know. But for me, it's like my... The work that I do is in such high integrity so i'm very big about that if i feel like someone doesn't trust something i want to end the reading yeah because that's it's all about that right So that's another struggle that can come externally you know if someone's not open to a reading and they're referred or they're forced to get a reading from Mm -hmm. a friend like i don't want that like i want them to be ready when they come to me right because you don't need like it's you don't need their money you don't need to do this this is like no this is something we get to do yeah this is sacred and if it's not like that on both sides then we'll just cut off i heard you uh say it on the phone one time where it's like oh i'm not feeling like you you ask the person hey i it doesn't seem like you know the connections here or whatever you hardly ever have to do that but it's like when you feel and i find that it's like it's always a person that's never gotten a reading before or mm-hmm. something like that and they're and they're closed off that usually happens yeah. with those kind of people yeah so they're like they don't know you know they're, they don't know how right. to they don't know how to come into a medium or uh, reading so they're just and you can't push people you can't and like you can't get a reading when you're half doubting everything oh, yeah, like it's one of those things off. you have to experience right you have to open up to experience and let the tangible realm in and sometimes when people are focused on writing things down they're so focused on their analytical mind yeah. that they're not taking in the feeling of yes. the reading so like there's different things that i've That's noticed over time you know like certain things like oh okay i noticed so external like it could be very easy to Look at how clients are responding. So, who was it? I just listened to someone. Oh, it was actually Britney Spears' boyfriend because I've been following along with what's happening with Britney Spears. And he was being interviewed by the guy from um, Saved by the Bell, Mario Lopez. Mm-hmm. And he he was talking about working out and he's in really good shape, Britney's boyfriend. And um, he likes to work out. And one of the things that he mentioned was he was when he was younger he was very big and he's like mario's like oh you were bigger you, you know you were chubby or whatever mm-hmm. and he said yeah and he asked a question about like what people thought of him or something he's like i never get attached to what people think of me good or bad and i thought that was really eye-opening because it's true if you do get attached from the external whether mm-hmm. it's good or bad it could really stifle things to happen uh, and you can grow even more when it comes to mediumship. Right, like you're waiting for a positive compliment yeah. or something like that. It's that's like those what I was are doing all for a while though. Right, and it's like I feel like the human side of us will all, it'll always be there a little yeah. bit, but it's like what you're saying. So you're bringing your awareness there, so it's not like Don't that. Say it's not attached. overwhelming. It's not. It's not like oh, if they like it because I, I was talking to somebody the other day to where it's like when people give me compliments, yeah. I'm excited. Like I like it. I'm not saying I don't like it. Yeah, but it it's not. Like, I guess that's the way you grow up too. I get 
more energy. Like if someone doubts me, <laughs> I know I get fired up. Yeah, like a lot. Of I'm like, athletes. all right, let's do this, and I can keep going. I like I could go stronger. I'll go fucking harder right now. But like, if someone gives me a compliment, so it's like, as I'm saying this, I'm realizing I have attachment, right? I'm a human. Yeah. I have attachment there with the fire part, right? Like if someone doubts me, I'm fired up. So I'm kind of, that's attachment a little bit, right? Yeah. It's like, and my so it's feelings like, get hurt. Right. I'm more of my feelings would get hurt, but I, I am getting a lot better. Yeah. And I think it's like, it's part of the human process too, but I know what you're saying. It's, yeah. it's a different healthy space to be in. When you get attached to when, that when you, when you could just see the positive and see the negative and be able to develop yourself in a more positive way from that. Yeah. So it is that space. There is a different line between that. that that's right. interesting. It's always, something's always going to come up, but you start to become aware, like, oh, how attached to that was I? Or, like, yeah, that right. feels good for that compliment, but, like, if someone doubts me, like, how, am I, how attached am I to their doubt when I know my connection with the spirit realm? Exactly, because both highs, whether it's negative or, yeah. or positive, they only last so long. So it's right. like if you're constantly on that, it's like you're up and down, up and down. It's but like, I do believe in the power of actually, like with my students, I share this too, is like when you're having one of those days where you're like second guessing or doubting yourself, because we're all going to have that at different points, going back and looking at the testimonials, looking at the reviews or you know, t reflecting on those moments or connecting with the spirit realm and talking to them. Yeah. You know, one of my mentors, Mavis, she always says like after her events, she'll sit outside and have a cigarette and just say, how did I do? You know, and just take that time doing those things. So there's so many different ways that you can go through this, but it, I feel like it is a process and it has not been easy. And that's why I'm really big on mentoring students on not only mediumship skills but mindset around mediumship because nobody talks about that there's so much more to it than just the skills right and be becoming a great medium oh they're such a great medium yeah. but it's like you realize all of the truly great mediums yeah they have the mindset development too they figured mm -hmm. that out along the way exactly we hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did if you liked it leave a five-star review on itunes and remember subscribe to our YouTube channel too. If you can think of anyone else that would love this episode, share it with them right now on social media or email. And remember, getting results is a process of learning, applying, and reflecting. Stay consistent and continue to grow every day.